Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Welcome back to Dungeon Crawlers Radio in 2017. Woo! That's right. I sound like I'm in high school and I have some weird retainer in my mouth. Because that's yeah. right, I do. And I just did kind of a, an accent there. <laughs> I couldn't tell through the slurred words. I'm sorry, was that accent or accent? <laughs> accent. Accent. Okay. Maybe I just told like this all the time. I sound oh. a little normal. Nope, nope, nope. Don't at all. Nope. All right, let's go. <laughs> Wow, okay, Scott is giving me a weird look. Don't <laughs> Compared to what he what normally you think does. He's saying, just think the most innocent thing possible. And that's probably what Daniel's saying. The la- I, I, he, he said some interesting things. I have no I clue what's coming out of my mouth. I think mouth. he insulted someone's mom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. Okay, so we're kicking off with the Rogue One episode. Cause we are. That was pretty much the end of last year, was Rogue One? It was. Rogue One was huge. It was a movie? Based. It was a movie. <laughs> it was a yes, movie. In another, in, in, a, in a sandbox that we all known, it's a Star Wars movie. The first anthology film. And yes. it actually took place on a sandy, boxy beach. It did, it did. and we're, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about a couple things. I, um, mainly, I would like to talk about uh, positives, negatives, give it a good review, but we're not going to sugarcoat it. If there's something you didn't like, we're going to say it. You know, McKay didn't like this, he's going to say it. Scott didn't like it, he's going to say it. Um, I think that's important because otherwise then we're just giving lip service and there's just no point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. the first thing I want to throw out there is the fact that we did not have what I would call a traditional Star Wars entrance. Oh, we're music right was review. missing? This is a spoiler review, by the way. If you haven't oh, seen yeah. it for shame on you. Yes. For real. Just, we'll yeah. throw it out right now. But really, um, no scroll. Scroll. Or the music. Which nope. I can deal with that we didn't have that. Okay, it's, it's an anthology movie. It's, it's not like part of the... It's not part of the... It's not there. It's not part of the, the, the overall anthology. Uh, anthology or saga, whatever you want to call it. I understand that. But every episode of Clone Wars, every episode of Rebels starts out with the Star Wars theme music. We didn't have that. At least it was slowly toned down. Slowly toned down. I mean, Clone Wars, it was just like a quote, you know, the greatest evil is from within. You know, stuff like that. It's so simple. But mm-hmm. at the same time, at least you feel... But oh, you, oh, oh, and it had the music, so it but at you least still had, you still even had the, the book, Star Wars fanfare. It's true. Both audiobooks. Book. Yes, yeah. The audiobooks had the music. Like, uh-huh. As you opened it up, you're like, oh, oh, it's the opening crawl. The book had an opening crawl, and the movie couldn't. Uh, okay. You know, I'm okay that it didn't have the crawl. Um, I do know 
the original before they did reshoots did have did the crawl. Have it, yeah. They dropped that. I'm okay that the crawl wasn't there. What I'm not okay with is the fact we didn't have the Star Wars fanfare. Everything we've ever been given about Star Wars. Even the video has, games. I'm yeah, pretty sure are, yeah they have. Lego ones. KOTOR. We have that big old explosion of John Williams' Star Wars theme. We didn't have that. That immediately, I was like, okay, it threw me off. Yeah, yeah. It didn't um, feel like I was entering the Star Wars world. No. It felt like I was entering like a fan film. You know, and then, even if we didn't get it at the beginning, when they threw up Rogue One, if they would have done it then, I would have been okay with it. That's true. No, they didn't. I think, uh, you know, this is one thing. I think the soundtrack was the one of the weakest things in this movie. Yeah, three weeks to complete. For sure. Though, well, they? yeah, it was like, so I've heard some arguments for it, and apparently with all the reshoots, mm-hmm. he had to go re-back and, like, yeah, had, like, less than a month to do it. You're right, but they're really... Definitely, work. it's definitely a good effort. It, it's it, amazing. It, it, is, it is good, but I no. feel like it is not good enough for a Star Wars movie. You know, and, and again... This is coming from we've been spoiled with John Williams. Yeah, I, will I think admit that's that. going to be our biggest problem with these at first is we've been spoiled by this core thing that's not going to be there for going forward all the time. You're right, and, and I do understand that. But the one thing is they still slip stuff from John Williams in there. That's true. Why didn't we get a star the main Star Wars theme? Why didn't he? I mean, let's you know you look at Force Awakens. We still had the traditional stuff woven in. With the newer stuff, this guy could have done that. I mean, honestly, he could have. Uh, looking at Fantastical Beasts, they did the same thing. They took the stuff we knew from Harry yeah. Potter, woven new stuff uh, around that. Why didn't we have that with this? I, it, it just yeah, I don't know, do baffled you think that's me. Kevin Kennedy's call? You think that's Gareth Edwards? You think it's just hey, we got to do this I think, going no, forward? No, I think so that I think it's Kathleen Kennedy and Disney. Yeah. Because I don't think Gareth Edwards had anything to do with the soundtrack, to be honest. Um, but it, it's really interesting. The first, I would say the first half of the movie felt so slow. And I know they had to rush in and get you to know these characters fast and quickly. And it felt very cluttered and smushed together. Because you have one film. You don't have, a, you don't have an arc. What? Go for it. Okay. Now, in Magnificent, the Magnificent Seven, that just really came out this yes. last year, the, the reboot. Did. And, I, and, and I have it. And, and I love it. Yeah. And I love it. And they did the exact same thing. They had to introduce these seven, um, eight, eight characters. Yes. They also introduced the, the, the lady and yeah. the town. And they did such an amazing they did. job for that first half of the movie. And it did not feel slow at all. It did not feel crammed. It did not feel rushed. No, it, it didn't. Felt very Same with Guardians yes. of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy again, did another again, great job. Got a chance to go yes. That. I feel like this movie hit the mark on that. It missed the mark. On that was, this characters. was like yes. Suicide Squad-ish more? It I think it was. I think it was. They, they yeah. crammed it in because you're like, oh, it's Star Wars. We don't need to really do that. And that's what's even crazier to me and seeing Scott say it too because we read Catalyst, so it even introduced some of these characters already in this whole backstory. And even still, I was like, eh, this is going to be horrible for people that yeah. haven't even read the book because well, they're not going to care about yeah. these can people I, at all. Can I actually interject something yeah. along yeah. those lines? And this is a pretty bold statement, but I think they told the wrong story with Rogue One. They should have told the story that was told in Catalyst um, from Episode 2 all the way through. They should have actually had that as the first half of the movie. Like, this movie, too, Lyra, completely unnecessary. Yep. 
Yeah. Totally useless. In the book, she's like she's a super important Sorry, person. Yeah. So, no, no. so that was just something that bummed me out. I was like, and that was Lyra. Awesome. No one's going to care who she was. <laughs> she was way cooler in the book. That's too bad. Oh, oh, oh. And then uh, uh, Director Krennic, like in the book, was so much cooler. Was so uh-huh. amazing. And they wasted him in the movie. Like he just kind of seemed like a little tantrum throwing yeah, punk next to Tarkin. Yeah, when he was actually, <laughs> if, if it were not for him, the Death Star would not have been built. He was such a deceiving mm-hmm. mastermind behind the he Death Star. He played Galen perfectly the oh, whole yeah. time. And then in the movie, it's like, eh. Oh, you're well, choking. You're right. So this, this is the kind of thing where the books are better. There's more time to develop a story arc. This is a single movie. Yeah, I mean, this is a standalone movie. Overall, the movie was good. I did enjoy it. I know. I feel bad because I'm I'm just putting out all the negative things I have towards it right now because all I hear good things. I'm like, I liked it because it was a good movie. I love Star Wars, but I'm like, you need to understand there were some flaws with it, though. It wasn't this perfect Star Wars. No, it wasn't. And and that's why I want to throw out the negative stuff first because, and again, I... For someone, someone else, they may love it. Other people may not. As far as this movie, it makes Episode Four so much better. Oh, I love the I lead mean, up to it. There is so many cool things. You're now going back to Episode Four. There's like, oh my gosh! It's like, okay, that scene where all the moths around the table, Tarkin's there, Vader standing behind him, and there's that empty chair next to Tarkin. That's Krennic's chair. That's cool. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, but. you know, I, I was watching that, and I'm like, I've seen this empty chair for years now, and I was like, I now know why that's empty. Krennic. That makes so much sense now. Because there's two empty chairs. One, I would assume, is Vader's. He's standing up, but now, no, it's Krennic. Wow, this makes sense. I mean, there, you know, again, hmm. why the heck do they build this random exhaust port? You know, exhaust ports, you know. For 40 years, we thought someone was an idiot and yes. it was designed yes. things. We was like, well, not only that, this is, this is the other thing. Your exhaust and your car, it doesn't suck things in. It shoots stuff out. So why, when you fire two proton well, torpedoes, do they zip down? They did zip down. Yeah. In all fairness, it was a chain reaction. It wasn't the proton torpedo. It was the it force. Down like You're that. right. You're right. It was. <laughs> it was the chain reaction. <laughs> but that's the thing I like is it gives us that extra detail of all this. What the heck? Now we know why two torpedoes were able to destroy this massive station. Yes, that's true, but in all fairness, I don't think it needed a, a movie of this caliber to be able to show that. I think Rebels, I think Star Wars Rebels could have solved this in a three-story arc. They could have, but at the same time, it was a good. It was good. We got to see an amazing Vader. Not only that, we also got to see, we got to see Vader outside the suit. It's true. So, Vader was half and half awesome for me. I love, obviously, the scene at the end. If you uh, don't love oh that, my I don't know what you're doing with Star Wars, because that was one of the coolest things ever. Yeah. But to me personally, when Darth Vader made that pun, don't choke on your aspirations, oh, <laughs> I was about to okay. just be like, what the crap was okay. that? So, I will admit, I went, first time seeing it, I'm sitting next to Scott, and I hear that, and I'm like, did Caden Christensen just come in and say, hey, I need you to write this line in? Seriously. I felt like it was Hayden Christensen trying to make, I just... oh my gosh, this is horrible. How, did they have to throw a million dollars at James Earl Jones to say that? Because that was just a crappy line. Everything else I loved. And I wish, because there was probably one or two more Vader scenes they obviously cut out of the movie just from the trailer stuff. Yeah. And that's one of my biggest things. I get every movie has reshoots. Mm-hmm. 
But it's a huge problem when literally 80% of your trailer I is would, not I would in probably the movie. say 90% of the trailer and, isn't and in there. It, yeah. yeah. So this is, this is the, walking towards the TIE so, fighter. I want to see how that was going to turn out. Here's the other thing that, that, that think, really frustrates me is the fact that Jin, as a character, I think is a wasted character. Yep. I thought she was super bland, too. I like, think I she... Yeah, I do. I, I, feel like, guns, I feel like the character we saw in the trailers was someone that was snarky, that uh, had a giant chip on her shoulder uh, towards authority figures and stuff like that, and I didn't see that. Okay, and so something I just barely learned, and I need to talk to Cameron more about, but he was setting, he was very upset because in the original shot, she was way more emotional and active, yeah. and it didn't test well with male audiences. So half of those reshoots were her going back and doing it as more of a deep, darker character because it wasn't doing well with the with the first test. Male audiences, you have failed. So, I don't. I, I don't know if I believe that because look at Ray. Every <sighs> male audiences loved Ray, and she is snarky and defiant. I mean, I love the fact when Finn grabs her hand, she's like, "Why are you holding my hand?" Yeah. You know, I would have loved to see a defiant Jin. You know, uh, we got that with. Uh, with the droid. I mean, he's like, why does she have a, gu- a, a gun? <laughs> okay, I just want to throw that out. Alan Tudyk, the droid. Oh, my could gosh. Could not have been more perfect. Than no. That. I will admit, that's my high point of view. I, yeah. I will admit this. I, end at the very end, when we see what happens to Jin and Cassian, I could care less. <gasps> I really... <gasps> I could care less. Down. What the and heck? a huge plot hold of me was because they said the reason why they can't escape is because the shield gate, right? Then they break down the shield. It's like, just steal a ship and leave then. I know. Steal anything. They're obviously not trapped if that was broken. They did on the other planet. This is the other problem, too. Battlefront, if you played that, I really think that was the original ending to Rogue One. Everyone was going to survive. You had, that's what the whole scene with okay, them so they, running so on they, the beach. So they even had a version where everybody lived originally. Yeah. Felicity Jones, it was before. contracted to show up in the young Skywalker movie. The young Luke Skywalker. No, the young Luke Skywalker movie. I was reading an article. She is contracted for that. So I guess this is a future one. Weird. However, we all know that can't be possible now. now. Um, but... <coughs> I literally had tears when K2 oh, for sure. died. Yeah. And he sacrificed himself. It was like the character <laughs> I loved. was obviously still pretty strong because he got shot a ton. I know. <laughs> but I, That's because he, Alan Tudyk is a <laughs> the, the comedic uh, tones that came from him. I mean, I love that one fact where she spins around and fires the, <laughs> the Imperial droid. And you, you see that look of, oh, crap on her face. And mm. he's like, and he walks up. Did you know that was me? Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, it was just wonderful. I did enjoy a lot of the Easter eggs, but that's because I'm a Star Wars nuts. Mm-hmm. The people that didn't hated it. And there's a lot of people I, that went in there. I mean, there were several people I went and saw the show with. I was like, what was all that about? I don't understand. What was the crystal about? What was up with the thing around her neck? What was again with Catalyst? Kyber crystals are such a big deal, and then right. this movie, I'm like, eh. You're right. So, you know, they, they should really have included more Catalyst in this movie yeah. and less of the original intro that they had. And because yeah. without those little throwaway, those little points uh-huh. where it's like, oh yeah, it's Star Wars. Oh, that's Star Wars. Hey, those are the two guys from the cantina. Yeah. I feel like the movie was very flat without those. Yeah. Like, it needed that pepper. Otherwise, it would have been a very bland movie. It was, you know, and until. I think we got to the last act. 
I think when we got to the last act, things really clicked in and started moving and For chugging. Sure. But again, I feel like a lot was wasted with Jin's character, with Cassian's char- character, even with Krennic. You're right. He kind of seemed more like an Anakin whiny baby. Like, and saw to me. Oh, another wasted I, character. I'm going to go talk to, uh, let's go talk to Vader and maybe he can get me to the Emperor. However, I love Tarkin. I love the fact they brought, yeah. they put Tarkin in there. Sorry, can we, can we just talk about Saw real quick before we go to Tarkin? Go ahead. Is that okay? Saw. Because Saw, like, I love the potential of this character and I want to see the other Saw that was from the trailers. Because you notice in, in, in the movie versus the trailers, mm-hmm. He, he also doesn't have the crazy white he hair. He doesn't have hair. Well, and right, you're right. And, and we saw that in the beginning. We saw that in the beginning when he rescues well, Jin. When he over shaved. the rock, but there was and a then lot when more he was on the screen. Yeah. Where Jin was with him and, and, oh, yeah. and like, yeah. the random throw-in scene with the monster that can tell what your thoughts are, but then doesn't really... I'm like, what was the point of that? I know. It was so useless. Yeah. And it's like, oh, has he lost his memory? And it's like, oh, no, it's back now, I guess. Don't worry about it. Well, he was... He was. But it's cool. Was, At least we get more yeah. Saw in Rebels, so hopefully it'll do more justice in that story. I am excited that they're bringing Forrest Whitaker back. Yeah, to I, the voice. and I love Forrest Whitaker, so that's why I was really bumping that on the screen because I'm like, I don't feel like he was that important either. No, I don't. I, again, a lot of these characters. He actually that, hindered the plot. Did you notice that? Oh yeah, he did. Because he could have given her the hologram, but instead, go run. I know. And he's I know. Like, oh. Everyone's here to like ruin him. I'm like, no, they're really trying to. Well, not that. Are you here to kill me? I, know, I just saw like, oh, man. what? I, yeah, I really, I yeah, really was, feel like he was. It wasn't important. He really was not important to the plot line. We didn't need him in there. I mean, really. Why is this pilot going to Saul Guerrero? I mean, what? what, what? And and then why is Jin not with them anymore? I mean, we saw. Oh, I left you behind because people were figuring out. <laughs> you're you're blowing Vivo up all the time. Who cares? Yeah, I don't know. Jin and Cassian, to me, I didn't I, like. I feel bad because like I want to care about him, but the, like, the whole time I'm like, and then when they died, I'm like, nah, yeah. whatever. You know, um, it did mean a lot to me when we watched the beginning of episode four. Now, though, I would do admit that people died, people died, and it made that first segment so much more powerful. Mm-hmm. But mainly, it's because of all the ships that were trying to flee and that you saw getting blown up yeah. right there at the end. Now, can we bring up two of my favorite people that we haven't even talked about yet? Sure, go ahead. So, obviously, the two uh, Asians, I don't remember, Chirrut and Baze, I guess, were the two yes. guys. The defenders of, what do they call Willis? Willis, spirit, so... Spirit defenders, right? So, the Willis, that is the spiritual... Uh, so, that's what Yoda learned through Qui-Gon to be able to be in the Force and uh, to retain his... Cool. So a lot of that slipped past people. But the Willis is what allows you to retain that teaching, uh, allows you to retain your consciousness within the Force. Obviously, audience members, you can't see this, but Daniel's very excited. He's so excited. It is. Shaking. It is. Like almost He's well, so this excited. Is, yeah, I, I, I heard that. I'm like, oh my gosh! Yeah. This is it. Because he kind of saw that a little bit in Clone Wars. And... It wasn't really explained well, but when I heard that, I'm like, oh, I now know. That's cool. So, so that, so that's what Qui Gon learned, passed that on to Yoda, which then passed it on to Obi Wan, so they could communicate while they were apart. The only flaw to that whole thing is how the heck did Anakin learn it? Because no one taught him. Because well, he was Qui-Gon bigger by then. Uh... Qui Gon taught. 
Yoda through Yoda's thing, and then Yoda taught it to yeah, Obi Wan. It was never taught to Anakin. So how did Anakin show up? Because Darth Vader was completely one with the Force. Yeah, I don't know. Anakin. He talked to him from the other side. He did actually quite okay. often, um, even after he became Vader. And so yeah. Chira ended up actually being my favorite part of that movie. Oh, I it was awesome him. because he's a Force follower. And now he wasn't a Jedi, but I swear that his stick has like a Jedi. It looked like thing, it did. Like, but whatever. But it's it cool. And it may be that he was at one time, but because he was blind. I don't know. Well, yeah. I, I love that character. One of my favorite scenes with him is when they're like putting the hoods over their heads. And he's like, come <laughs> on! You can't you see I'm blind? blind? Yeah. I mean, this is like... There was a lot of great comedic beats in the movie. You see, his death and the robot's death. Those two, like, actually meant something. Well, it, you're right. And the reason... I agree, I agree completely. And the reason his death meant so much, in my mind, is because of his companion. You saw his companion. He, he's just, he was always, I'm here to defend you, but he was really, oh, I don't believe this, and blah, um, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, but he knows it could happen. And finally, when he dies, he just completely is like, I have nothing to lose. Mm. I, and, and then he invests himself by repeating his mantra. And he takes some pretty big <laughs> oh, oh, He takes out a ton of strong But at the same time, like I feel like his death was just... Uh, his death was wasted. I, yeah. I really feel like he just kind of gave up at well, the felt end. Like, yeah, because he lost like, his best uh, friend. He's like, well, what's the point? I'm it's like, really? He just, threw, he just dropped his thermal imploder. He has enough time to run or take it up and throw it for crying out yeah. loud. Yeah. I don't know, but that's what so that's what one of my favorite scenes oh, yeah. as well, kind of, because then it kind of gets room. But as he's walking towards the oh, yeah. communicator relay, just kept saying, yeah. "I'm one with the force. The force is me." And I love it because and even though a lot of people are like that's not how the force works, I'm like, I don't know. I thought it was cool. Like it made me really happy. But then when he gets there and he like, I'm like, ah, come on, he's way cooler than that. I know. Just do that stupid. I know. But everything else is really good. That, and then he that does kind it of and spoiled does. that point for because he's like. He's walking through. And I know. I was like, he's so perfect with everything else. shots are missing him. And then he runs into, and into and he's like, ah. where is it? But, like, come on. But everything else was amazing. It's just that, like, three-second part. I didn't like, watch you beat up a whole squad of stormtroopers. And now you're wondering where the switch <laughs> is? Come on. Uh, but, yeah. So, that that's definitely my favorite character. And then, yeah, K2. <clears> and the most that meant to me. When they died, I was actually sad compared yeah. to pretty much everyone else. Mom, Except for that rebel that gets uh, cut in half while being forced to the scene. I did love, I I did love the, the connections cut. with rebels. You know, we heard General Sedula. I wish it was a little girls. more, though, because I didn't even notice it at first. People are like, oh, there's Chopper. I'm like, what? Chopper like, zips by. He just zips by. He doesn't do anything. The ah. ghost is flying around like crazy. True. And then they say Captain Sedula. And I'm like, I just, I wish it was a little more. Well, no, they said General. They said General Sedula. Right. I wish that I wish we would have actually heard them on the comm. Yeah, and, oh, know, something yeah. Like that. and that's then so there's another movie. scene where you actually see the ghost on the landing pad with the X wings and that. Yeah, um, I appreciated that. So that you was did cool. like the C three PO and R two D two thing. I did. Why, why not? Because yeah, I I, I like it. it. I like it because I'm like, all right, still they're the only two to be in every Star Wars film. Good for them. They are the only yeah. two. It just felt like it was forced to me. It didn't feel natural. <laughs> Chopper, well, he was in there. He was natural. He was just well, he was just that droid. Bill Organa was there. It made sense that they were there. Bill? Bill? Bill. Bill. But yeah, would they and, have been and, out amongst the rebels? Yeah. Yeah, they had full access to that base. They had full access? Yeah. Okay, see, I was unaware of that. Yeah. So, I mean, it, and, and another <laughs> part... I don't know, another well, part, I think it was like, okay, they were with Leia, but I guess they could be with her father. Well, then that they they were with Leia because they had already left. They had left. 
Yeah. Well, think about what C-3PO because... when he actually said, you know, you know, what with the rebellion and all. You know the rebellion. Oh, there's not much to tell. But so he so, knew he was part of the rebellion. Um, so this is this is how it is. So if you watch the end of three, Organa assigns three Theo to uh, what's his name? Oh, I forgot his name now. Antilles. Antilles. Captain Antilles. Yeah. Not and, to be confused with Wedge Antilles. Yes. And he is on that ship, and then he's and the then last he's person to get the things. So of course he's going to take his droids. Awesome. Everyone's just dying, but I'm like, yeah. yeah. yeah so he's going to take his droids with him. So there's the connection. Um, and he is with uh, Senator Organa on Yavin 4. And that, that's another sad scene when he's like, I've got to go back to Alderaan. He's like, no! Oh, don't, don't do it! it! So funny. Oh, that um, me. One of the other things I have to, just with the directing of the movie, mm-hmm. at the very first part, he's shoving everything in your face and like putting the little, mm-hmm. this is this planet, the description mm-hmm. of it, whatever. But all right, cool. Then we get to Mustafar, Vader's castle, and it doesn't say anything. And I'm like, no one might make that connection unless you're a super Star Wars oh, fan. Yeah. And I, that would have been really cool to put there. I made the connection. But I know that's what I'm saying because you're, you're more of a Star Wars right. fan and get it. I didn't know about yeah. Vader's castle. I'll admit that uh, I knew about Mustafar. Yeah, yeah. so you saw the lava planet. And made, but why, uh, he had done yeah. it for almost every planet. Yeah. Why not just put Mustafar yeah. in the, the corner? Second I, I, the second I saw Mustafar, I'm like, we're going to see Vader. Yeah. I'm like, that's who's in the tube. I'm like, this is his castle. So who was kneeling in front of him? Wait, I know. Wait to go Disney of just being like, who's that hooded figure? It's not important. No one cares at all. It's an occult scene. <laughs> it's just some random guy. It is. Like, hey, Vader. It is. Some thing. random dude. All right. So let's talk about Tarkin. Some people love it. Some people oh, hate it. I want to say I'm glad that he's in there. I love the fact that yes. he's in there because I feel like he was such a powerful part of episode four, uh, episode four yes. that he deserved more time to show. He had to be in there. Yeah. 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 And I like that. Okay. Well, the vo- and whoever did the voice for I thought it was really well whoever matched that voice because so, to me it sounded almost oh, yeah. the exact so same. So the actor that they chose actually he played Sherlock, uh, Sherlock Holmes, and uh, on a BBC TV series. But so Peter Cushing, who played Tarkin, did Sherlock Holmes years ago. So he based all of his mannerisms, the way he walked, the way he talked, off of. Uh, Peter Cushing's That's awesome. Um, That's awesome. Sherlock Holmes. So he had all of his mannerisms, the way he talked, and the way he stood already down. So he was a great choice. And then, because he already knew how, the way he inflected things, it just took that a little bit of computer tweaking, and they had Tarkin. And you're right on the money with a little bit of computer tweaking. Yeah. <laughs> because it looked like something from a video game. Well, to be, honest, to be honest, it was actually a lot better than we've ever seen. It really was. That's what. So the only thing I had to compare it to was Paul Walker in the Fast and the Furious mm-hmm. movie, and that was just like a head on a weird neck thing, and it looked Well, there was Philip Seymour Hoffman in the last Hunger Games movie. See, and I didn't even notice in that, so they actually did yeah. a way great job well, in that. Yeah, it's because that, they used true. his brother or something like that, just like they did with uh, Paul Walker. Um, even in Jurassic Park, when the stunt lady looked up and you could see her face when the Velociraptor's trying to chomp her mm-hmm. when she's jumping into the thing. They digitally replaced her face and you would have no idea unless you actually mm-hmm. saw that digitally done. So then I'm also going to give it credit because obviously Tarkin was a huge part of this movie so we had a lot more time to study it and look mm-hmm. at it. Which to me, it wasn't horrible. I felt like even the Carrie Fisher part at the end sadly was worse CGI than the Tarkin part. I just It just didn't feel natural when she said how, uh, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. But, so Tarkin, I felt like, for what it was, I'm like, that's kind of cool. It'll be interesting to see how much they do that in movies nowadays. 
So it's like, I'm glad they did it as like a pay homage to him. Didn't want to just straight up replace him. But I don't know. But yeah, at times you were kind of taken out of what was going on because you're like, ah, that, yeah, it does look like mm-hmm. a video game character. Yeah. That being said, I love the Star Wars video games. And so like, as soon as I got back into it, I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're in it. We're in it. Oh, I'm out. Oh, yeah, we're back in it. You know, like, it just, it, it felt like it pulled me out of the movie momentarily to realize, oh, 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 okay, it looks like him. He sounds like him. It's back. You know, it's, um, I don't know. It just kind of pulled me out. I feel like, Maybe I, I hope that our our technology can come just a little bit further in the future. But it was good for what it was. All right. Okay, so we're about out, we're out of time. So any last minute things? I do want to point out that I love this movie. I did just point out a lot of hateful things about it, but I'm still excited. It was still Star Wars. You it know, connects so perfectly to A New Hope. Oh, it got me so excited to watch New Hope. I oh. will admit, I went home. It was already like nine o'clock, ten o'clock by the time I got home. My wife was already asleep because mm-hmm. she was sick that day. And I made sure that she had food, that she had soup, that she had drinks, and I went right down and I watched the beginning of New Hope, and it meant so much more to me actually oh, seeing that. And and when R two and C three PO are ejecting that pod, I my heart is racing, just like, do you realize how many people just died within the last like hour? That's what that Darth Vader scene. I wish we could have that for so much longer because it was literally only maybe like. 27 seconds. You know? But it was so good. When you just hear the breathing and then the lights and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so ready for the, this. The dark hallway and you hear the breathing and that red <sighs> saber ignites. And it's like, oh man. Oh, no, we're so in good. for it now. And him slashing and deflecting and using the force and you see guys slamming against the ceiling. I was like, oh! And then it ends! And I know. And then it's just, and then they get away and I'm like, but I'm like, but, ah! Rebel season two. Three. Three. We're in three right now. We're in three. Yeah. Darth Vader season was season oh, two. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, with yeah. him fighting. However, and I felt actually more appeased by that. I'm yeah. sorry. I love seeing the Vader. I love seeing him on film, but it was just so short. It was. That's right. And there's a whole bunch of rumors and speculation, but I would have felt so much better is if they were trying to escape the planet and Vader was the one to kill Cassian and Jin and all that. Like if they got struck down by lightsaber. Oh, yeah. 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 So much right. more than just let's hold hands and watch the explosion. Yeah. I'm like, ah! Yeah, see, exactly. <laughs> it's just like, why? However, it is still a great movie. It is good. It's a great addition to your Star Wars collection, so uh, go see it if you haven't. Or If you haven't, you're bumming me out right yeah. now. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> you really should have seen it. All right, with that said, we're out of here. All right. Suck it, nerds. Game time.